जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी जय गोपी जन वल्लभ जय गिरीवराधारी जय गिरीवराधारी जय यशोदानंदन जय व्रजजनरंजन जय यमुनतीरवनचारी जय कुंज विहारी राधा माधव जय कुंज विहारी Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणम नमस्कृत्यम नरम चैव नरोत्तमम देवीम सरस्वतीम व्यासम ततोजयम मुदीरयेत नष्ट प्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भक्तिर उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर भवति नैष्ट की कृष्णाय वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय च 
ನಂದಗೋಪಕುಮಾರಾಯ ಗೋವಿಂದಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸೊ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಒನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಒನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಐ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ದ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ರಿಟನ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಾಪಾದ್ ಸೊ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಇಸ್ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಜನ್ಮಾಸ್ಯೋಯಂತೂರಯೋವಾರಿಮೃದಾಸ ಧಾಮ್ನಾಸ್ವೇನಾಸದಾಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಓ ಮೈ ಲಾಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ವಾಸುದೇವ ಓ ಆಲ್ ಪರ್ವೇಡಿಂಗ್ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಮೈ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಒಬೆಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಅನ್ ಟು ಯು ಐ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಲಾಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ and the primeval cause of all causes of the creation sustenance and destruction of the manifested universe he is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations and he is independent because he is no other cause there is no other cause beyond him it is he only who first imparted the vedic knowledge unto the heart of brahma ji the original living being by him even the great sages and demigods are placed into illusion as one is bewildered by the illusionary representations of water seen in the fire or land seen in the water only because of him do the material universes temporarily manifested by the reactions of the three modes of nature appear factual although they are unreal i therefore meditate upon him lord sri krishna who is eternally existing in the transcendental abode which is forever free from illusionary representations of the material world i meditate upon him for he is the absolute truth om agyanati virandasya gyana anjana shlaka chakshur unmilitam meenam tasmay sri guruve namaha so we are still going only through the introduction which is written by shila prabhat and to uh, from last time the speaker talked actually we will be reading the portion which is says a short sketch of the life and teachings of lord chaitanya the preacher of shrimad bhagavatam so the first verse of shrimad bhagavatam it actually is also directly related to what brahma samhita says is ishwara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha anadiradir govindam sarva karana karanam that he is the cause of all causes without him there is no material or spiritual world everything emanates from him only so that is why it is said sarva karana karanam as it is said in this first verse about material elements there is earth water fire air ether all of this are material entities but they are temporary lord krishna in vaikuntham goloka vrindavanam where he stays is spiritual it is permanent it is never destroyed the material universe is created just like our body we are born as a baby we look at ourselves we grow old i may grow in size i may grow old tomorrow but spiritual world never perishes it is always there as it is said tripadasya amritam divi in purusha suktam it is said that three parts are there in the spiritual world only one fourth is here his energies all his three fourth of his energies are actually present in sustaining the spiritual world and the pastimes he does with his nitya suris or nitya siddhas so the goal of shrimad bhagavatam which is the fruit the ripened fruit is actually to go back to the lord's abode 
that is the ultimate goal and as it is said who other better person to actually preach this than sri chaitanya mahaprabhu himself who is lord krishna who came as the incarnation of devotee so lord chaitanya mahaprabhu advented himself as sridha mayapur it is a quarter in the city of navadeep in bengal on the falgun purnima evening in the year 1407 his father jagannath mishra a learned brahmana from the districts of silhet came to navadipa as a student because at that time navadipa was considered to be the center of education and culture he domiciled on the banks of ganges after marrying shrimati sachi devi a daughter of sri nilambara chakravarti the great learned scholar of navadipa jagannatha mishra had a number of daughters by his wife shrimati sachi devi and most of them expired at a young age two surviving sons sri vishwarupa and vishwambhara came at last the object of their paternal affection the 10th and youngest who was named vishwambhara later became known as nimai pandita then after accepting the latter became known in the renounced order of life as sri chaitanya mahaprabhu lord chaitanya mahaprabhu exhibited his transcendental activities for 48 years and then disappeared in the year 1455 at puri so why chaitanya mahaprabhu has to come uh, we actually call ourselves we have birthdays the lord is always called advent as we say we say krishna janmashtami it's avataram because he descends from the spiritual world paritranaya sadunam vinashaya cha dushtunatam so he doesn't come first to annihilate like he tame in ravana avatara to kill ravana or to kill kamsa first is paritranaya sadunam for the devotees for the bhaktas that is his primal purpose even for when lord came out of ugrastamba at narsimhadev his first love was for pralada not first to just come and kill narsimhadev that is his natural tendency we as jivatmas are his children so his love for us is unlimited one can question how is that all this material universe is created because of him the air we breathe the earth we live in whether we sow fruits and we eat is all coming from the energies of the lord who is a better provider for us than our supreme father lord krishna actually that is the real realization everything eventually yes there are his demigods and associates who come but everything emanates from him sarva karana karanam and chaitanya mahaprabhu why did he advent so at the end of kali yuga dwapara yuga krishna came and kali yuga is coming we understand kalau dosha nidhe rajan hasti eko mahaguna kali yuga as we know eventually there are four yugas satya treta dwapara and kaliyuga in the kaliyuga people's lifespan becomes shorter there are imperfections in our senses people take to irreligious activities so what is the way for each and every jivatma to get this opportunity in kaliyuga hasti eko mukta sanga paramvate krishna bhakti krishna nama sankirtanam that is the only way actually chanting the names of the lord yuga dharma that is why chaitanya mahaprabhu took avataram to help us come closer to him not him wanting to just enjoy he wants his children to come back to him that is the real purpose so for the first 24 years he remained in navadipa as a student and householder his first wife was shrimati lakshmi priya who passed away at an early age and the lord was away from home when he returned from east bengal he was requested by his mother to accept a second wife and the reason for this people will question is why accepting a wife means dharma patni someone a wife who will help you to propagate and follow dharmic principles that is the real purpose of marriage 
Marriage gets corrupted nowadays. Unfortunately, it is Kali Yuga. But that is called in Vedic tradition, Dharma Patni. The one who is supposed to help her husband to follow Vedic tradition, to advance in spiritual life together and to bear children who can also serve the Lord and Vaishnavas. So, after ta- so of course, during his stay, he was still a grahastha. And Nimai Pandita, as he was known, was very, very scholarly actually. Even at a young age, his pastimes we see are very, very erudite. He was extremely adept in knowing all the shastras. And it used to so happen that uh, Nimai Pandita had many disciples also at that time. And there were few uh, people, Vaishnavas. So, Nimai was very, very perfect in Nyaya, astrology, other areas of Vedic philosophies. So, every time Nimai Pandita would go and meet a Vaishnava, he would challenge them on a philosophy. So, in Navadipa there was Mukunda. And every time he would see Nimai Pandit, he would turn away from him, actually. He would, and, and he would ask his servant, why is this Mukunda turning away from me? Is he afraid of, uh, you know, a confrontation? But the Lord, he would enjoy this uh, exchange. Because that is his aspect. Nimai Pandita was beautiful. Because after all, he is Krishna himself. He is in the form of a devotee. Krishna is Shyama Sundara, as we see here. Nimai Pandita has a golden hue of complexion because he comes in the mood of Srimati Radharani. So, his arms were up to his knees. His eyes were like lotuses. There used to be auspicious marks like the conch on his left leg. There are different auspicious marks which are seen in spiritual beings when they come on their hands and palms and legs. So, he would go and engage these Vaishnavas and challenge them. Uh, but every time they would get frustrated and they would ask Nimai, what is the point of reading all these kind of arguments? You know, uh, you are so erudite in knowing everything, but you don't propagate anything about uh, Lord's holy names. Why is that? But this is Lord's pastimes. He used to enjoy challenging uh, his devotees there, actually. The materialistic people used to also enjoy see because after all, he is the husband of Lakshmi. Uh, and any house he would go would become opulent. So the, even the materialistic opulent people who are not too devoted to devotional service would also be amazed by his association. The atheists also and the people who are non-devotees, they would also be atheists. They'll say, look at him, he is so erudite in all this kind of philosophy. So, See, that is the difference. We as Jivatmas, we may be able to attract some sections of people. Lord Krishna is able to attract everyone. The atheists are only present because of the existence of God. Their, their philosophy, their defeat is only because God is existing. That's why atheists do exist. So, the point is, Lord Krishna is father of everyone. And so everyone actually loves him. That is the beauty about Lord Krishna. So, it so happened that Ishwara Puri, as we know in Madhva Sampradayam, he was a great Acharya too. And he once came actually uh, to Puri and he visited, uh, in Navadip, he visited there. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu being very qualified in poetry and Nyaya, he actually corrected Ishwara Puri on one of the poems saying this grammatical, because Sanskrit is a very technical knowledge, uh, language, you know, same word in different context can be used very differently. So he actually went to uh, Ishwara Puri and said, this poem is incorrect because you have written this way. So Ishwara Puri being a very elevated sannyasi and Vaishnava, he listened to Nimai Pandit and actually he went back the next day, he meditated. And then he came the next day back and actually he argued with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nyaya and said, no, what I have written is actually correct. And he defeated Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, it is not that the Lord already knew what he had written was right, but he wants to have this loving exchange with his devotees. So, 
devotional service is not one way exchange in material universe it is one way exchange you go to service you get paid for something lord only wants love prema without expectation of return just like a mother or a father may feed towards a child or towards one's family member similarly the lord wants this exchange and that is what chaitanya mahaprabhu came to expound and show that emotion and love for krishna that was his goal actually of course in order to get to that stage one has to chant the lord's name as chaitanya mahaprabhu says cheto darpana marjanam bhavamada vagni nirvapanam shreya kairaiva chandrika vitaram vidyavadu jeevanam that we have to clean our heart and the cleaning is because as vedanta sutra says we are spirit soul we are jeevatma so we have taken millions of births we cannot understand you know our past as bhagavad gita lord krishna says i know my past i know everyone's past and future but you will not know everything so the only way to cleanse ourselves is to chant the lord's names and only by chanting lord's names is one we can purify our understanding that we are jeevatma krishna is paramatma and our duty is to serve him that should be the only goal yes we have responsibilities in life as family that's all part and parcel but as lord krishna says in bhagavad gita yat karosi yadasnasi yat juhosi dadasi yat yat tapasyasi kaunteya tat kurutsvam adarpanam that means whatever you do you do is an offering unto me as so you don't are attached to the fruits the moment we are attached to our fruits the possession of i and ego comes then we get karma someone nicely said the full form of ego is edging god out so it's a very uh, nice synonym you can say but it's true so as long as we dedicate ourselves our service that's why it is not bhakti is not defined as worship it's called devotional service the word service is the key actually because after all is to serve the lord and his devotees that is the actually essence of devotional service or in sanskrit we we'll say uh, bhagavat kaimkaryam that's another word so after taking sanyasa the lord made actually his headquarters in jagannath puri due to the request of mother sachi devi the lord remained there for 24 years at puri for 6 years of this time he traveled continuously all over india preaching shrimad bhagavatam shri chaitanya mahaprabhu not only preached shrimad bhagavatam but propagated the teachings of the bhagavad gita in the most practical way in bhagavad gita lord krishna is depicted as the absolute personality of godhead and his last teachings in that book of transcendent knowledge instruct one should give up all modes of religious activities and accept him as the only worshipable lord as we know the verse sarvadeva paritagya maam ekam sharanam vraja that is called sharanagati thus the lord thus ensured that all his devotees would be protected from all sorts of sinful acts and that for them there would be no cause of anxiety unfortunately despite lord krishna's direct order and teachings of bhagavad gita less intelligent people misunderstand him to be nothing than a great historical personality and thus they cannot accept him as the original personality of god at such men with a poor fund of knowledge are misled by many non devotees thus the teachings of the bhagavad gita were misinterpreted even by great scholars after the disappearance of lord krishna there were hundreds of commentaries on the bhagavad gita and by many erudite scholars almost every one of them was motivated by self interest lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is the self same lord krishna this time however he appeared as a great devotee of the lord in order to preach to the people in general as well as to the religious and the philosophers about the transcendental position of shri krishna the essence of his preaching is that lord krishna who appeared as at vrajabhumi as a son of vraja nanda maharaja is the supreme personality of godhead and therefore worshipable by all vrindavan dham 
is non-different from the Lord because the name, fame, form and place wherever the Lord manifests himself are identical with the Lord as absolute truth. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would say, Nam Nam Akari Bahuda Nijasarva Shaktis. It means all the energies are already infested in his holy name. That is why chanting the name of the Lord is equivalent to Lord Krishna. We can chant many other things in life, but after 10 minutes we will get bored of the name. Lord Krishna's name cannot get, you cannot lose the taste. Yes, the more we chant, the more one gets purified and the more that love develops. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to show ecstatic symptoms and people read in our Shastras about these ecstatic symptoms. And the question comes is, how can I experience these ecstatic symptoms? The simple answer is this. In a in a material example we can give, if you have a child, for example, if your child is hurt, you naturally feel love, you feel pain, you feel it got hurt. That is the kind of love one must develop for the Lord. In whichever form or whichever, some may worship in Lord Krishna, some may worship in Vishnu Tattva at Lord Rama, it is fine. But there are different kinds of relationships with the Lord too. Vatsalya, Sakya, Dasya. You must feel that pain of separation. You must feel that desire to serve without expectation. And that is, that is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to show. Many people say, oh, you know, I would love to experience. It's natural among devotees. We, uh, we look towards Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and many other acharyas to get this kind of feeling. It is not a checkbox that you got a feeling. It's a question of, do I feel every moment like that for the Lord? That should how it should be when you chant the Lord's name. Do I think of Him every time? Doesn't matter, we may be doing other activities. Right? For example, I may be at work. Yeah, we always have the back of our mind sometimes. How is my family doing? How is my doing? Think how Lord is doing. How is He eating today? How is He sleeping today? That should be the thinking. It should come naturally. It takes time. We, of course, we have gone away from Him. So, it takes time for us to come. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Nam Nam Makari Bauda Nijasarva Saktis. It's chant the holy name. It is infested with everything. Many acharyas we have seen, they could not actually do much service. They would just chant the Lord's name. Haridas Thakura, towards his end of his pastimes, he could not even, he could not even continue chanting the names of the Lord at his advanced age. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had to come and say, I mean, of course, he is Namacharya. He said, you have chanted enough. I think it is time for you to come back to my abode. That's a special mercy he gets. So we should come to that stage. Not saying we want to chant, we want to stop chanting. I only want to continue seeing the Lord, His lotus feet every day and serve Him. That should be the essence. And in order to do that, Chaitanya Mahaparu says, Tranadapi suni chena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari. One must be humble enough. Humility is important because without that, Pride and ego is why we are here to enjoy the material universe. After all, everything is His. And so only because of that humility we will advance. And humility comes by observing other Vaishnavas, other people who are serving the Lord, not being first on the line. There's a Gaur Goin Swami said, Tranadapisunicha means if you are in the line standing, don't come to the front of the line, go to the back of the line. It's a very high elevated thinking. It's not possible for all of us. But it's it's a very, very high thinking. It's, 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 it's called absolute saranagadi. That is called surrender to that extent. I don't matter. I will be last. Let other people go. That should be the essence of chanting the name of the Lord. So, this is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would preach. And he recommends this process. He accepted the Srimad Bhagavatam as a spotless literature for understanding the Lord that preaches the ultimate goal of life for all human beings to attain the stage of prema or love of God. So many devotees of Lord like Sri Vindavan Das Thakur, Lochana Das Thakur, 
श्री कृष्णदास कविराज गोस्वामी एक्चुअली ऑल ऑफ दीज गाइस हैव रिटन चैतन्य भागवत चैतन्य चरित्रमृत चैतन्य मंगलम दे हैव शोन द पास्ट टाइम्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड एंड कैप्चर्ड देम सो इन रीडिंग थ्रू दिस and many other great scholars and devotees of the lord have prepared voluminous books and literatures on the life and precepts of the lord such literatures are all based on the shastras like vedas puranas upanishads ramayana mahabharata and other histories and authentic literatures provided by recognized acharyas so see this is the aspect we have all this literatures which are present we must also take time to read some of them and also chant the lord's name and as i mentioned in the past time earlier about ishwara puri ishwara puri got all this mercy because madhavendra puri as we know was also uh, there's a nice past time in chaitanya charitamrita about how madhavendra puri went to shirachora gopinath and how he got the mercy of you know gopinath himself personally it's a very amazing past time about how the lord cared personally for his devotee and also uh, this week as we know in dallas we are for those who are hearing we are performing chandan yatra tomorrow and you know it's a amazing opportunity for everyone doesn't matter who you are you can come and grind uh, chandanam for the lord i think we should start shortly today all day today is the last day for it and that is the essence so madhavendra puri actually you know he was there in uh, in vrindavana and it so happened you know as a medicant he was chanting the names of the lord and he never wanted to go and beg anything and a young boy came to him once and actually you know said oh i have brought this pot of milk for you and it so happened that this boy is none other than rajendra nandar krishna himself and he said oh yes you know uh, the ladies who are there they saw you you are meditating the lord's name uh, they thought we will just give you a pot so madhavendra puri was very astonished when he saw this young boy actually and he immediately accepted this pot of milk and he drank it but the moment he wanted to give the pot away the boy went away and he never heard then in the night he got a dream actually gopala himself appeared saying i am the same rajendra nandra who came to you and gave you this pot of milk and it so happened that i am actually buried in the bushes uh, in the bushes there in the hill because during a time of invasion of the north indians and other people uh they buried me there and it so happened that i have been covered in dirt i have been not bathed i have not eaten please can you remove me from this condition and take care of me madhavendra puri was ecstatic he lamented that he could not recognize lord krishna who came to him actually in this form of a young boy because that is what lord krishna is he's a young covered boy in vrindavana and that's all he wants to do he wants to grace with the cows go out with his gopas and gopikas and so madhavendra puri comes and he takes a few able bodied people and he actually excavates the place and he finally finds the deity of gopal obviously uh, gopala has been buried for so long there so madhavendra puri uh, with all the devotees there he wants to have a huge festival and feast for gopala he wants to feed him he wants to apply chandanam they bathe him they do all of this activity and this continues on but then after some point uh, you know gopala tells madhavendra puri that in the malaya province which is jagannath puri where is there there actually they have very nice sandalwood in this summer month i want you to go and apply sandalwood on me can you please go there so those days it was very different when you travel from province to province so madhavendra finally ended up going first on his way through jagannath puri he went to odisha in remuna and there was a deity called gopinath and they used to offer very sweet rice to the deity and it so happened they offered 12 pots 
and madhavendra puri when he they were offering this and he tasted it he said oh it will be so nice if i knew how this recipe if i knew about this recipe for the sweet rice maybe i could also prepare it for my gopala but he immediately got ashamed see that is the uh, his taste is not for self enjoyment i want to offer for lord krishna if i see a recipe we all of cook different things let me find out the recipe so i can make for the lord at my home i can offer something that should be our mood every day can i offer something different to the lord if i see a different flower can i offer that to the lord how beautiful the garland will look that should be the thinking we should cultivate actually and so it so happened that he got little ashamed and he went he went back uh, he, without eating anything he went back the priest of course he he offered everything and he didn't notice out of 12 pots only 11 were there in the night time the priest got a dream and gopinath himself came in his dream and said see i have hidden one pot behind a curtain it's because of my trick you didn't see it so the moment the priest got this dream and vision he woke up immediately and immediately woke up he first took a bath he didn't rush first straight to the temple <laughs> the, the, and this is mentioned in chaitanya charitamrita as much as we may be advanced but it is also important to follow certain principles when we do deity worship and saucham is one of the important aspects of being a brahmana also cleanliness from external and internal within so he took a bath and he found the sweet pot of rice and he went back to madhavendra puri and he didn't know where who is what those days it's not like your microphone you know your cell phone there's nothing those days so he had to really shout and said oh uh, please this madhavendra puri can you come and please accept this pot of rice which the lord has saved for you when finally madhavendra puri came there he was so ecstatic he was so ecstatic to hear this that personally the lord had saved this for him generally it is said that an advanced vaishnava will never accept anything from the lord directly but of course out of mercy he realized uh, so he accepted he tasted it so he broke the pot into pieces and every day he would eat a few but he continued on to his journey to jagannath puri so as we know uh, last week was jagannath in jagannath there was jagannath rath yatra as many of us must have known and seen but there prior to after akshaya triti they do two kinds of chandan yatra just like we are doing tomorrow one day they do 20 42 days so there is bahara chandan yatra and bhitara chandan yatra they do in jagannath puri so 21 days is outside where they take the deities in narendra sarovara they take the deities in a palanquin they put them there in a boat they bathe them they have sandalwood applied they uh, do uh, jalakrida activities which is worship of them there and then 21 days afterwards they bring them inside and also do those activities there this is the past time of the beauty of the devotees uh, jagannath's deityas and the sevakas get there actually to do this past time so madhavendra puri goes there he gets this uh, sandalwood and he then he actually gets all the permission and paperwork and he of course is again passing back through remuna and as usually enjoys the worship there and he sleeps in the night time the dream comes to him uh, gopinath who is called shirachora gopinath now because his name has changed now he used to be called gopinath is called shirachora gopinath because he stole the pot of sweet rice for his devotee he says i am the same gopala and the same gopinath here why don't you just apply all this sandalwood here itself so he immediately calls the priest he instructs them to grind all this sandalwood and apply it to the deity and this is a beautiful pastime actually of madhavendra puri of how three times he got mercy directly of the lord one is when he came personally to give the pot of milk for him second when he told him uh, you know he stole the sweet uh, pot of rice for him and third when he brought back the sandalwood to apply he told him to apply there so chaitanya mahaprabhu has also said this and madhavendra puri it is actually said that uh, in his uh, towards his end of his past time uh, he actually it's a very nice verse which he actually 
reads this and he says, uh, I would like to share this. And it is said that this verse, actually only three people have actually understood it. It is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, Srimati Radharani and Madhavendra Puri himself. He says, Aidina Dayadra Natahe Matura Nata Kadavaloksaye Radayam Tvad Aloka Kataram Daita Brahmayati Kim Karomyaham says, O my Lord, O merciful Master, O Master of Mathura, when shall I see you again? Because of not me not seeing you, my agitated heart has become unsteady. O most beloved one, what shall I do? So, as we see here, Madhavendra Puri continuously chanted this verse towards his end of his pastimes in this material universe. And this is what he would think. This is called separation for the Lord. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also showed the same separation. Yuga itam nimishena chakshusha pravishya itam sunya itam jagat sarvam govinda virahename. Without you everything is zero for me. And that is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that's why the Sishtashtakam is so important. We must chant every day. We must understand it. And the essence of it is important too. And that's why he says, without you, Shunyam is zero. As just like Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, everything is strung on like a pearls are strung. You know, pearl cannot just float. You have to have a string. Lord Krishna is that string who connects everyone. Similarly, that is why Lord Krishna for all of us is that string. He is within us as Paramatma too. So we should not forget him. And that's why the last verse of Shikshasakam says, Aslisyava padartam pinashtumam adarshanam marmatam yakorotva yat pathad idatu lampato mat prana nathastu saevana para means whether you accept me or reject me, I will still be your servant. That should be the goal of chanting the Lord's name. Just like for example, he is after all a family. Right? Whether our family likes us or leaves us, we still love him. Them. Same way. Our love should be for Lord Krishna like that. That should be the strength of our chanting and surrender to him. And there are many pastimes where you know, he has shown that surrender to him means he will always come. The question is, people question, oh, if I surrender to him, why is he not coming when I want? He knows when to come. We cannot order him. He is the Supreme Father. That is the answer. He knows better for us, unfortunately. And sometimes there is karma. Actually, uh, in Chaitanya Mangalam, it is actually said uh, this is a conversation which uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has with Gadadhara Pandit. And he says, The Lord of Vaikuntha enjoyed the mood of a scholar while roaming about Navadipa. And he met Gadadhara Pandit. The Lord grasped both of Gadadhara's hands and said, I heard you study logic. You must answer my question before you leave. Which Gadadhara Pandit, as you know, he wanted to avoid Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to trick and have these kind of conversations with his devotees. And he enjoyed them actually. And he says, uh, tell me about the symptoms of liberation. People use the word liberation, but actually it is moksham or it is going back to spiritual word. In English, there is no perfect word for it. So, it's it, it, Sanskrit, it is one and the same. And Gadadhara replied, according to knowledge he had gained, Gadadhara Pandit is a, not an ordinary person. He's an elevated Vaishnava himself. He says, your explanations are not up to my standard. <laughs> That's what he said. Because how can you explain something to the Lord which is his abode and he knows that. But he still said, insisted, according to Shastra, Liberation only comes after extirpation of extreme suffering. And this is a, it's a very profound statement. Uh, it's not easy to uh, understand. The best way to understand this is, people say what is suffering, right? Old age, you get sick once in a while, you have taken many births before. So, 
when we realize that we want to get off this get out of this cycle of birth and death that is when that symptom of liberation will come to surrender to lord yes it is a journey we have our karma we can't absolve ourselves of our responsibility we may be a grahastha we may be married we have children we are a husband we are wife it no one says uh, going back to lord's abode means absolving oneself of one's responsibility but do it as a service to krishna and that love will naturally come that you are serving jeevatmas too and helping them also go back to lord's abode so this is what gadadhara pandit says that extreme suffering when we realize because as kunti also prays without if everyone has everything then what is there to pray right there may be 1% that is all nitya siddhas and nitya suris who come right who have everything but majority of us it is natural as i have said before in uh, uh, in in vedanta sutra commentary right there is different stages of a jivatma coming and realizing so sustenance comes once when you have that then you think about uh, advancement and then you come about self realization too and with suffering will come with advancement that's how lord has decided a path for us to come back to him so i will end today's class uh, so this is a short uh, reading a few pages of chaitanya mahaprabhu's lifetime and uh, people may have questions comments if they want to share so please you're welcome i'll try my best think prabhu ji may be getting the mic uh. you were mentioning the uh, loving qualities of the supreme lord some people point out that uh, uh things that happened in this material world that seem to be very much unfair like a, a child taking birth in a family that is addicted to some very harmful drug living in a very degraded part of a city and yet some religionists believe that that child has to come to the same point at the end of his life as any other child or as any other human being if he wants to get out of this material world so that would it would seem that uh, that the supreme lord is is unjust by putting one child into a family of opulence or high spiritual development and putting another child into a family of, that is very degraded and has no uh, inclination towards spiritual life how how do you how do you uh, how, how is it that we can say that god is just if he permits that kind of um that kind of uh uh inequality according to shastra uh it is said that it is our own karma first which lands us in a particular body my example is i have taken the skin color because i desired it that is the answer it is not lord who decided it was my desire to become like this i look like this because i desired it to some extent my karma uh but the most important thing is lord makes equal rules yes he can change when he wants but he cannot be impartial to few and partial yes i know the verse in bhagavad gita we says he special to devotees but as a rule of thumb he is not just father of human beings even for animals plants trees fishes everything in the ocean to everything he is the father for all of us so it is not just human beings actually so his laws are same if we choose to do what we want then we will get that kind of body we will get that kind of uh, desire but the difference in vedic philosophy is that is why we have something called we know jeevatma is imperishable it is not like you are condemned or damned forever it means it's not like this is the only one lifetime it is a journey if we take if a child may be born in today's lifetime it doesn't mean forever uh, it's like you either in this lifetime you go to heaven or you go to hell no that's not like that yes we have uh, heaven and uh, hellish planets too but it is a cycle which we come out and the jivatma is given an opportunity to come back to a human form of life as lord krishna uh, says in bhagavad gita right you may take different bodies as what you desire at the end of your lifetime with the karma accumulated so a child may be born in a particular body 
but it doesn't mean that is his end of goal in this lifetime. That is why in our philosophy, Vaishnavas are considered higher. Because only through Vaishnavas is where a Jivatma can come in contact with the philosophy, with the Lord. And take to this process. And that's what takes. Love is also free will. So a Jivatma today, I may be sitting today here, I can choose not to love the Lord. And I will have to take another rebirth again, some other body. Uh, it's my free will and choice. We cannot, Lord cannot force anyone to love. So, as Prabhupada has given example many times, you may have two sons. One son may be very, uh, you know, following some things and some may not. But doesn't mean the father doesn't love the son. He will try to give, uh, you know, uh, the best example is, parents know how to tell their children sometimes how to correct them on certain things. Uh, unfortunately, millions of time immemorial of karma and how to correct only Lord knows with realization. And that's why, uh, as Gadadhara Pandit said, is symptom of liberation comes after extirpation of extreme suffering. It's it's very difficult uh, to understand. So, Prabhuji, I mean, it's a, it's a good question you ask, uh, but ultimately it is our own desire. But it doesn't mean uh, that is the end of it. As Lord Krishna also says in Bhagavad Gita, wherever you stop in this lifetime, you will pick up there next time. So, it is not about saying, uh, without naming any philosophies or other sex or religion, uh, saying this is the only one shot you get. That's not... Yes, we say... You got this human life. You must make maximum effort to surrender to Lord and go back to His abode. But that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Fine, if I am not ready to come back to your abode, I will take 100 million births. But I should be always your servant. That should be the thinking. I hope Prabhuji I could answer and share a little bit. Uh, uh, that's based on what Shastra I know. Any other questions or comments? Uh, yes, Prabhuji. I have also heard it said that uh, once Srimati Radharani was asked, what is the most valuable thing in this material world? And she said, Suffering. Can you explain that? I'll try my best. Uh, so, Gadadhara Pandit, as we know, she's, you know, there's also uh, people who know in the intimate pastime, right? Srimati Radharani has come. And because, as I quoted before, that how will we know what we lack for if we have everything? If we consider as in this verse in Srimad Bhagavatam, it is the first verse itself says that every all this is illusionary. It is what things is factual. So if we think this is permanent, then that understanding saying there's something better can never come. So ahar nidra bhayamaitunam samanya etat pashubir naranam means eating, sleeping, mating, defending is done even by animals. Uh, you know. A lion, actually, if you see, it lives like a king in the forest. <laughs> it's got a, Today, we probably only have, what, uh, 4,000 square feet of a house or something. The lion roams with about uh, 20, 30 acres in the forest. Uh, you know, it's got whatever, family, it eats out for free, it sleeps in the jungle, uh, you know, it drinks water whenever it wants. Whatever its food may be, it kills and eats, that's okay, right? But for humans, uh, we have our restricted, it's okay. Uh, it's what we are, but... That's where we come to realize that with and suffering will come because as Lord says in Shastra, if we get attached to our fruits, then there will be reaction. That's why even when we offer food, we eat, we actually offer everything to Lord Krishna because even killing, even plants have life. That's why we say we should always offer everything. So that is the only way to remove. And like yesterday was Ekadashi, right? We should not, we should abstain eating from grains. Uh, you know, all these activities slowly help and along with chanting the Lord's name, suffering is going to be there as long as we are attached to our fruits of our result. 
and the less and less we can reduce and more we can focus that will help us so even kunti kunti is an advanced devotee of lord she prays give me suffering so i can remember because when i am a child i go back to my mother and father saying i want something right even today probably i still call my mother and father and say yeah i'm having this difficulty it's natural all of us talk to our parents call your supreme father tomeva pata tomeva pata tomeva guru bandhe to i can't remember the words but he is the father he is the mother for everyone as uh, chaitanya mahapur says laho krishna ko krishna bhajo krishna krishna mata krishna pita krishna prana dhana so suffering will be there so as long as we can uh, reduce our sinful and other karma and chant the lord's name that will help us come closer to him prabhu ji you want to share something yes. he said like shrimati radharani uh, says the suffering is the uh, best thing so like even when uh, krishna leaves uh, vrindavan and he goes to dwarka and all uh, the gopis in vrindavan they feel extreme pain uh ishodamai nandamaras and all the gopis and gopas and uh, radharani and radharani is like uh, she is speaking to bumblebee and she is uh, in extreme separation uh during so basically with that suffering with that separation remembering krishna more and more and uh, that's the sweetness uh, similarly like uh, prabhu ji said like uh, kunti devi uh, when pandavas are going through all the sufferings and uh, they they roaming in the forest they are kingly people such a uh, highly elevated people but they they lost everything and they are roaming in the forest and still kunti devi was so happy because krishna was there with them and uh, as soon as like uh, they defeated all the kauravas and then they got all the kingdom and everything and the kunti devi was kind of like um, uh, well now krishna i mean now now we don't have suffering and how can i remember you krishna i was more happy remembering you because you gave me all the suffering so i want more and more suffering so because of that uh, i mean we, we we say that easily but in our material world in our our own living when we get suffering we immediately uh um um uh repent or whatever it is like we we basically like uh, feel bad or whatever it is but uh, in a higher consciousness we depend on krishna that he is giving us that suffering and uh, uh, that way the suffering is the best thing to come upon oneself it's it seems as though uh, most parents don't want to see their children ever have to suffer and so they they work really hard to make sure that they that everything is very pleasant these are these are the intelligent parents those who are not so intelligent you know maybe they don't care so much whether their kids suffer or not but intelligent parents won't want to do everything necessary and especially they want to make sure that uh their future is is free from suffering so they try to give them very good education send them to the best university so that they can get a good job make lots of money and therefore they will not have to suffer so much that's a good point prabhu ji i think what's important at least with the uh, vaishnavas uh, is important to know is it's good you should impart that kind of education and also make sure but at the same point tell your children that this is not permanent we as parents who are vaishnavas we must actually tell that to children at a time when the time is right when they are you know when their maturity comes because that is the important aspect right because yes we in our material universe we need something to sustain educate whatever may uh, one's skill level talent whatever may be their profession they want to do right but one should not leave them away from this vedic knowledge and that is the responsibility of a mother and father to tell nowadays many times people want to say my i want kids to grow up independently let them think they do what they want no that is your responsibility if you know the vedic knowledge to tell your children yes you can study you can be successful great you can become ceo if you want no problem but don't don't forget the goal of life that should be importance then they will know that naturally you can serve vaishnavas right you can 
go towards the higher aspect, then that detachment will come naturally. Detachment, as we know, should not be artificial because it will never last. Uh, it should come naturally. And that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has only given eight verses. Uh, it's so profound, those eight verses. Uh, you know, it serves as an example for all of us that we should chant them, we should try to practice. But it's a very good point, Prabhuji, you raise about, uh, you know, people who may not have too much, they don't care that much. Sorry, Prabhuji, go ahead. Yes, you want to share something? So, um, having good education, having earning money, and having a good stable life, nice home, car, bangla, everything, in this material world, gives some kind of happiness to the Jivatma in this body. That's That's true. Um, I mean, at least a lesser suffering compared to, um, uh, but Vaishnavas and the realized souls say that that enjoyment that we are getting here is not even a drop in the ocean. Uh, the, once we see the bigger picture, the enjoyment uh, uh, in the Vaikuntha um, and the, the uh, sweet uh, pastimes that one can enjoy with uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Staying here and continuously forever and ever and again and again in this material world and trying to chewing the chew. Chaitanya, uh, Prahlad Maharaj says chewing the chew like a, like a sugar cane. We are trying to chew the same thing again and again and uh, uh, we get a little bit of sweetness and we think there is more and more and we continue to chew. Uh, but there is not much sweetness in there anymore. Uh, and we take birth after birth and continue to enjoy or find something here. But Relay Soul says that what we are seeing here, the kind of happiness is nothing compared to the happiness you get um, in the presence of the Supreme Personality of God at Krishna. Sure. That's right, Prabhuji. Thank you for sharing. And even like a, a, a pure Vaishnavas in uh, Chaitanya Charitamritam, uh, who is that uh, personality? Who is the Pralad Maharaj Prabhuji? Can't remember... Now, go ahead, share the... Uh, yeah, he he uh, he says, like, uh, uh, let everybody... I mean, after seeing... Uh, he says to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, after seeing all the people here, uh, uh, let everybody go to the board. I'll be lost. But I will take all the sins, and I will perpetually, forever, suffer on their behalf yes. in the hellish conditions. And... Uh, so they, though we might think like having a job and this and that is happiness, but a realized soul sees that in a different way. He sees that they're actually suffering because they're away from Krishna. Uh, and he thinks that, no, they're, they're, they should not be here trying to enjoy that little bitty thing, whatever they're trying to enjoy, but they have to go back home, back to Godhead. And uh, so that's why. We, we might think it is little happiness or enjoyment here, but actually. Not. So, Prabhu, what, what advice can you give to people who come from other places, other countries, or send their children to the West in order to get good education and have the potential for getting a good income, uh, uh, and, and yet, and yet they, uh, they become too much attracted to uh, what's going on in, in the material world here in the West, and, and they kind of forget about their spiritual life, which has been in the family for many generations. So, I can only say this, that uh, thankful to my mother and father, I'm just similar like that. I also came for doing my higher education. Uh, as you know, Prabhuji, I came here to do from India my higher education, and still I'm doing... Uh, trying my best to be a Vaishnava and chant the Lord's name. That uh, it's a, I don't want to take any... You, j- people can look at me as an example, but I don't want any praise for it. Uh, the most important thing is, yes, you can send your children. Uh, nothing wrong. Wherever part of this world you may send. But most important thing to make them realize is the goal of life. Sometimes... People want to tell... Sometimes parents don't want to tell this explicitly to children. 20 years ago, 50 years ago, it was different. Today's generation, of course, every every Jivatma is different. But I strongly feel that parents should at least have that responsibility to verbally tell it to their children. They must voice it. What is wrong? After all, you are a mother and father. Right? So... 
you have the authority to say that. However, you want to convey the message, right? Subtly, whichever way you want to do it. That's important. So, I can say, yes, I also came here to do my education. Uh, raised in a formerly, uh, you know, with Vaishnavas. But still, I continue to do this because they made me realize that there's only one aspect to spir- material success. Spiritual success is also important to go back. So, uh, that is the best advice I would give. And even for those who are, uh, you know, hearing this, who may not be, who may not have that inclination, just think for a higher purpose of life. Right? Krishna consciousness is not saying that don't be successful. As Prabhupada would say, we are a, we offer so much prasad, we enjoy service, uh, the kind of festival we do. So, it is not that we don't have uh, enjoyment. The enjoyment is just dovetailed towards the pleasure of the Lord. And Prabhupada has given the example that you pour water on a tree, you cannot, no point of putting water on the flower. Pour water on the root, the flower will blossom. So that's the goal. If you do that, naturally, you know, we will also be happy. And that's how one should aspire slowly. So, I would just say with humble request that whoever may be listening, uh, you know, online or maybe later is, uh, it takes time to realize, uh, chant the Lord's name, uh, you know, do service to Vaishnavas, for example, today we will be grinding Chandan for many, uh, for some time here, for tomorrow. For those people who cannot even come physically, just think in your mind that you can do it. Even if you cannot physically come due to something, reason. Lord wants sincerity. He's not looking for, yes, after all everything is His only. But He just wants that love and sincerity from us. Just like our parents look for us, that's what he wants. So just give it out to him. So those who cannot come today, uh, please just think in your mind. If you cannot come tomorrow, buy some sandalwood, doesn't matter, you cannot grind. Apply it on your deity in your home. Just do it that way. That love will naturally come. That's what I would say to those people, Prabhuji. Uh, anything else or... Uh, as I said, a humble request for those who listen online. Today is the last day where you have the opportunity. Everyone uh, can grind Chandanam for the Lord, which will be applying tomorrow. Please come tomorrow to take darshan of Sri Radha Kalachanji, who will be adorned in sandalwood paste. Uh, it will be a very amazing uh, you know, darshanam for everyone. Darshanam will be there from the morning till about 6, uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, so please come. That's all a humble request, I would say. Parandaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki, Nitai Gaur Premanande.